So this is the Back to Degrassi episode, finally, well, after a like super... like an asshole there. I don't, I don't like that beginning. Yeah, well, I won't start that part. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'm not going to... That gonna, might be a... I'll just, like, slowly fade in on Bustin' makes me feel good. Yeah. The meal. <laughs> that's mine! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> that's, where, that's where I started, is just you yelling, actually. Just you yeah, yelling. that's cool. That's fine. <laughs> then they'll wonder, oh, man, what this guy do? So this is Back to Degrassi, episode 35, I think. It's been so long since I've done an episode, and I'm happy to have you guys on for this one. It was a fun time to watch. I got Alex Wood and Jimmy Cassidy here. Say hi, Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. You say hi, Alex. I'm going, going back, back to Degrassi, grass to Degrassi. You remember Alex from the last time he was on? Sang that song, he yeah. sang that same song. I think I promised I would write you that theme song. I think you did. I think you made a lot of promises that episode. Who knows? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> <laughs> so, the episode we watched was called "The Whole Truth." Mm-hmm. And a w. you remembered this, Alex? This episode, Alex? Eh? Yeah, I remember them all. <laughs> Call them out as I see them. What was your Degrassi background, Jimmy? Were you were you watching the show when you were younger? Yeah, uh, I remember like just the uh, reruns on CBC. I actually remember like the old school kids of Degrassi. Oh, you watched that one as well? Yeah, right? I don't remember it well, but I mean, uh, and my sister was like the age that these kids like actually were. Mm-hmm. So I was so that's my touchstone. My sister had a crowded house T-shirt and a, a very spiky haircut. I want <laughs> she she could have fit in on the cast of Degrassi. She right. fit in Which CBC. character in the show has the spiky haircut again? Mm, can't remember. What's her name? Spike? Uh, Sam? Right. <laughs> That's right. Well, I guess, well, there's someone who has a mohawk later. I was going to say Bowser. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Bowser? Uh, uh, I feel like Joey has like a sharp head. Spike. <laughs> Spike makes more sense, I guess. Spiky hair. I, can, I get it now. So, so, man, this episode opens with the close-up on the uh, Animal Cruelty poster mm-hmm. that I'm assuming Liz put up in that school. There's no way that it's just there. No. Yeah, if you look, if you rewatch the episode, those posters are the only thing hanging up in the school for that whole time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, that 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 stairwell is, like, empty except for that poster. Just posters. Oh, yeah. They're just like, uh... we can't put this in the hallway. This is a stairwell poster. <laughs> <laughs> it's dangerous. And it's funny, too, because this is, like, such a pre-PETA time as well. They were on the cutting edge of a lot of uh, issues. Issues are very important uh, to the uh, Degrassi <laughs> Yeah, they'll definitely say the word issues, like you yeah. guys mentioned, a lot. The nanotechnology episode. episode in season four is crazy. Amazing. How did they even... <laughs> I mean, the NSA thing, that was, that, was, that was way ahead of its time. And then when it went in the States. See, I like, too, this hallway, it's like Spike... Or, sorry, the stairwell is Spike and uh, Liz, like, looking at the uh, at the sign, and then Caitlin sees it, and it's like, oh, look, all the progressive kind of girls are in one place yeah. now here to, to talk uh, about this. Did we ever settle the debate if Caitlin is a prep or not? No, it's never settled. I feel she, I feel she hovers between. Yeah, she has prepolepsy. <laughs> oh, I cannot pun, believe that joke. Pun, pun, That might be the name for this episode now. Prepolepsy? <laughs> That'd be... A great title. Preplexy. For like the actual Degrassi episode. For like what I think a Subtitle preppy is. Shakedown. I think a preppy is like someone who like dresses like very like clean cut yep. and like has like straight hair. Like Kathleen is a preppy. Oh, fish. Kathleen is even the, I don't even think she's cool enough to be a prep. She's not stylish enough. <laughs> but Caitlin's got like dyed hair. She's like kind of cool. Like she's why, not a preppy. Why the school, 
because Spike and Liz always hang out. Why they're not calling them Spike and Bangs is beyond me. That <laughs> should totally be the. It sounds like a like a buddy cop movie. Spike and Spike Bangs. And Spike and Bangs. <laughs> so then Caitlin's just kind of overseeing it, and she's just like, "Oh, I didn't realize animal cruelty was an issue." And then it's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, you're yeah, right." Th- 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 you know, this is what we're going to talk about for the crux of the next thirty minutes: is animal cruelty and. The theme song always, you know, when it's something like sad like that, and then the theme song kind of kicks in and it's all upbeat, it is just like <laughs> such a, oh, oh, yeah. it's a gear change. <laughs> what did you think of seeing that uh, that intro the first time in so long, Jimmy? I, I love it. I think it's one of the best theme songs of all time. Uh, classic, classic. I think it's one montage. of the best songs of all time. Yeah. That and the, uh, the, uh, the, the theme song from the raccoons, I think, are... You know what I like about that theme song? Just the point where the narrator says... The raccoons. <laughs> Just in case you forgot or don't know how music works. <laughs> the raccoons. Some people might not be able to read. So I'll say the name of the show. Is there words to that song? All I remember is that. Uh, I feel like that and like I'd have sweeping to like music at like... That'd be great, just at the end of like a Beatles song. Hey Jude, <laughs> yeah. that's been Hey Jude, I'm Paul. <laughs> yeah, it needs like another. Every song needs a, like a hype man like that, who's not hyper, I guess. Very like the opposite of a hype man. Take An explanatory you man, the exposition man, <laughs> exposition man. I prefer the uh, the theme song to uh, maybe not the song. I don't know if it's slightly different, but for the Degrassi High, which ends with a close up on a pair of fucking jeans that's true sweet ass that's right it could is be a girl could be a guy who cares it that's like that's coming next year they're gonna update that one to the uh to the high song yeah it's like, song's not as good though it's really? like i like it it's like uh more upbeat it's more of like yeah it's more upbeat and more of like some mm, some emphasis on some words <laughs> some stank on it yeah there's a stank on it when it comes out from the intro it's trish and caitlin uh talking about the newest issue of the degrassi digest which they're say this is where we start to notice they're saying the word issue like mm. a million times because like we got the new issue but we don't have a new enough issues in the issue what mm. issue could what are you talking about we have the fries with gravy issue <laughs> issues on first <laughs> uh, the, that's a really funny issue to me because I'm like wait do they have poutine on their fries already but they just need the gravy or it's like are they just like well we can't get poutine and gravy let's just start with gravy and then we'll work up to the cheese curds yeah man i love how canadian this show is <laughs> you should be fucking skating between classes <laughs> was uh i always thought it was weird that they called it the degrassi the, i guess the alliteration digest Degrassi digest, digest yeah. yeah i thought it was the times so or the, the 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 free press something like that yeah digest it. seems like a little more literary to me like it'd be what? short stories in there or something what is like the, the Reader's Digest? Reader's so that's the most yeah. popular digest, well, that's, I guess. That, that's uh, well, behind the digest. <laughs> when, I feel like the, the digest is on the decline. You're not hearing about too yeah. many digests By the way, so that's the funniest thing ever I just realized about the whole Degrassi Digest when they're having the meeting. Like, oh my God, what are we going to write about in this week's issue? It's like, didn't that dude just jump off a fucking bridge? Hasn't happened quite acid? yet, though. But that's what I'm saying. At that school, it's like, I don't know. Look around. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. This babies like, are having babies in the school. Come on. There's a new racist teacher around who's like, what the? Come on. Yeah, they're getting diddled. Where the make- fuck is Wheels? That should be the fucking <laughs> cover story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wheels, come back. <laughs> yeah, wheels, missing wheels. I feel like they get a couple issues on Wheels for sure. Like there's, they, that kid's got problems. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
Just to inform or, people to help him here's out. Here's a, a head story for the digest. Why do I, why are rapist glasses so popular at the school? Why isn't anybody making? <laughs> it's like, have you seen wheels lately? No, literally, have you seen wheels? No one's seen him. We're looking for wheels. <laughs> Join us for our continuing coverage on how literally half this school has an extreme physical disability. <laughs> Is there something in the water, Degrassi? <laughs> See, you guys too notice because it starts cutting between like a bunch of different storylines. They cover like a yeah. lot. That was crazy. A like lot five. of stuff. Tarantino. Because <laughs> yeah. then it cuts to the hallway, and then Melanie talks about how she's not allowed to wear makeup. And then, of course, someone gives the Stephanie K suggestion hey, just put it on it when you get to school. Very Problem nice. solved. Mom won't know. But then you got to wash it off before you go home. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's home not a home thing. thing. You just, just want to look good at school, I guess. Yeah. Look hot for those hot, hot Degrassi boys. <laughs> Then it cuts to Kathleen, and she's got her article, and it's all being about why the school should have a dress code. Do you guys have dress code in high school? What a prude. I did for grade nine in Catholic school. Mm -hmm. It was like you had to have uh, like three different shirts we could wear, like a white collared shirt with the school's insignia and dress pants and shit. Mm -hmm. I did too, and one of ours was like the rugby jersey, like a rugger. That one was cool. That was a cool shirt. I don't know why they... I'm like, okay, yeah, girls in tight dress shirts and, <laughs> and skirts. Okay, this is, dress code's awesome. You just did grade nine at Catholic? No, it was just the school I went to in Sault Ste. Marie. I went to uh, just for one year in grade nine in Sault Ste. Marie. Okay. What about you, Jimmy? You have a dress code? No, I, uh, I went to Catholic school, but we didn't have a dress code. They were talking about bringing it in, but it never happened. Then I went to uh, public school and... Uh, no. Yeah. I would have, I, I don't know. I don't know if I would have liked it or not. I had no problem with it because it was like, what am I, it's so easy to know what you're going to wear. It's like, I got my school pants and one of these three shirts I'm going to wear. And probably cut down on the amount of teasing going on, bullying and such. I guess. I still had fucked up hair though, so I guess. Well, <laughs> you got to express your weird somehow. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Every now and again, you catch somebody like rolling down the hallway in like the dress code with like a coat hanger through their nose or whatever. It's like, <laughs> right. Or the Will Smith thing where you just turn the jacket inside out. Mm. I think our big thing too was sh- the shoes. We would always wear not dress shoes. Like that was Damn. that was our play. Damn, <laughs> yeah. I'm made from the ankles down. Fuck you, Mister <laughs> Woodsorson. You can't know. control these feet. No, <laughs> these feet are the men of their own. What? So then it cut to the two characters who are like the youngest characters, Scooter and Bartholomew, who you guys had a lot to say about. Yeah. I felt. Uh, first of all, I think someone should check their blood. I think they might have sepsis. Uh, <laughs> they looked chronically ill, <laughs> anemic for sure. One of them looked like Art Garfunkel's uh, illegitimate son, and the other one was a precursor to Urkel. So uh, it really paved the way. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Rapist glasses. I don't know. Yeah, I guess everyone's glasses. A little very eighties, very eighties. Got the aviators. I'm gonna get a pair because I think you could see a lot of them. Well, these kids are supposed to be smart, and they're buying like seamen, sea monkeys, sea monkeys. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, his his belief that of these things growing up to actually be like a living thing is disturbing. Yeah, it's uh, definitely on the spectrum. I think we realized here they just didn't have a they didn't have those words to use to explain. And I don't think the teacher was concerned enough either. Oh, that's so cute. No, they They shouldn't have they shouldn't have accelerated. If anything, they should have. Well, their parents (laughs) get behind. See, the thing with Ms. Avery here, she's I noticed she doesn't really know what's going on. Like she's just like kind of like okay, you want a bowl? I guess because they're like, oh no, we're just gonna you know put some fish in it, staring at an empty jug of water. (laughs) Yeah. That's just brace some red flags, I think. I found it too that interesting because I kind of forgot about this that uh, the girl Alexa is dating BLT at this point. Mm-hmm. I forgot that her and like like that blonde haired guy Simon, her they were dating, but I guess they've like they've kind of switched now. Who's Spike's 
father of baby daddy's father? Uh, Shane. Shane, that's right. He was in it. He was in it briefly right here at the beginning of the scene. Snake was sitting on the steps, and BLT and Alexa were walking up, and then Shane just kind of walks by, and they're like, "Oh, hey, Shane." That was it. <laughs> that was uh, like he's in it for like a blinking moment of this episode. I think so. Maybe I'm trying to think who he was. So that's when Joey tells them all that he's got the job at the radio station. Sick. And like they, they're like, "Oh, what are you doing there?" And he tries to talk to them. He's like, "I'm a custodial engineer." Classic uh, euphemism. Yeah, <laughs> he plays it up, and they they mention that they love that radio station for the sex talk show. That was Alexa who said that because it's so kinky. It's so kinky, which is like the funniest line to me. It's like, really, you like. I guess it's kinky. I never really felt it that way when I listened to it. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna try not to get angry here. And then he says that, and they're all laughing. And then BLT says, yeah, they call him Mr. Garbage. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I don't care how close of friends I am with somebody. If they make that joke, I'm like, get the fuck out of the group, BLT. I don't want to ever see you again. Especially from a guy who's named after a sandwich. Yeah, and he makes the he calls him Mr. Garbage two more times in the episode. It's clearly like two days later at school. Like You could tell he was stressing about it, and he's like, Maybe they just didn't hear the first time I said <laughs> Mr. Garbage because that's rock solid gold. Didn't get the pot. That got nothing. <laughs> so then the next day he's like, "Hey, Mr. Garbage, right?" And he says it a little louder, looking around, and everyone's like, "No, man, what the fuck? Lose, Mr. Garbage." Yeah. Third time? Are you kidding me? Oh man, I would have pushed BLT into traffic if I was there. Yeah, yeah it kind of happens like a few scenes later too, he where they're three yeah. times. But um, the next time that he does it, I think uh, it's like him and Snake. And when Joey walks away, they're just like, man, I kind of wish I had a job. Yeah, like exactly. he's, They're like super jealous at the same time. Super jealous of a sweet, sweet fucking job. So Caitlin, because she doesn't have any enough issues going on in the Degrassi Digest. Issues? Enough issues? Issues. Important issues. 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 Impo- she needs important Hot issues. 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 for the issues. Hot issues. She decides to go talk to Liz about animal rights. And ask Liz? Liz. Oh, you mean Banks? Yeah, Banks. Okay. <laughs> banks of Banks and Spike. She asks Liz to write it, but Liz is just like, "No, I don't do words. I'm not into journalism." No. <laughs> <She's> not <laughs> She's, yeah, well. exactly. And then Caitlin's like, like or, but Liz suggests, "Hey, if I give you all of the information, could you take that information and then make it into words on a paper that people could read?" Classic teamwork. Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, I could do that. That sounds fun." Yeah, she was just opposed to uh, doing hard work. Because <laughs> it's too preppy, you know what I mean? Writing, I'm all alt, I'm off the, I'm off the grid. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't like using words like you mainstreamers. Yeah, she's like very like, school paper. Yeah. I'm not into that. I express myself with uh, unique haircuts and uh, rolling <laughs> eyes. That's yeah, it would be so easy to get Liz to do something, actually, you know what I mean? You think so? She'd be like... Hey Liz, I don't want you to write this article about animal rights for the paper. Should be like, guess the fuck what prepilepsy? <laughs> That's true. Like just do the. But she wouldn't come up with something as good as prepilepsy. No, she's not good at words. So then it goes to the grade seven class, and this is where Caitlin's like super excited. Oh, I've got a new issue, and you notice that Trish had that really weird hair thing. Yeah, and I think it was Alex. Oh, oh was it Alex? Had, yeah, there was a scrunchy. Yeah, it was, I, I like thought it looked like a cannoli. That was my or some sort of pastry. Like a Burmese <laughs> python eating her ponytail. It was weird looking. Yeah. It was a lot weird. of side ponies at that time. Big side because that one was a major side pony. Like she's in profile and it's just like it's like the, po- it's the ponies neck. coming at you. Yeah. Oh mm. my god. I think I think hairspray was like not that old an invention. <laughs> Seriously, at, at, at this time of so people were just like using it more than liberally. <laughs> I tell you, those two seventh graders who think the sea monkeys—they're drinking hairspray. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. They call it go juice. <laughs> go juice. 
But they realize once they have this new article, though, there's not going to be room for another article. Too and, many issues. Yeah, too yeah, many issues. Too issue. <laughs> yeah, and then the, what, I love that they're like, oh, I know who we can cut. Kathleen's article. Yeah, of course. Scathing opinion put about how the school's not prudish enough. And I just, I just love because, like, Kathleen is just so easy to hate. Like, as a viewer, you're just like, yeah, cut yeah. Kathleen's issue. Yeah, boom, <laughs> yeah. get that. Yeah, like the point, well, it's the point when they're selling the paper and she's like, <laughs> animal rights, and she doesn't want to pay the 15 cents. She's on the paper. She was part of the thing and she's not even, oh, she, doesn't, yeah. she doesn't even want to buy her own paper. Yeah, no one gets, she already knew what it was about anyways. No one gets a free ride on the Degrassi Digest. Everybody's got to pay. She's acting shocked that she she didn't know what the paper was about. I'm like, no. You know full well. Two, in the washroom, there's like a quick shot of a couple girls putting on makeup. And one of them is is Tessa Campanelli from like, you remember when school's out? She's the one who has sex with Joey Jeremiah. Nice. Do you remember her? Oh my God, I forgot. You fucked Tessa Campanelli? Damn. It's like, so it's funny to see her in these earlier episodes when she's not even. I guess she's never. She's not even really much of a. No, she, she has some in, episodes yeah. in the high in the high years. She dates sure. Yick God, and the stuff. The Degrassi universe is expansive. Yeah, yeah. You just see it when these scenes are just like boom, boom, boom. So Caitlin is also in there taking her pills for her epilepsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I thought this was funny when they're like someone was like I hate taking pills. I'm just like really I don't mm. I don't mind taking pills. You guys how do you guys feel about it? I mean, it's all right. I'm mean, sure it's probably better than having a seizure in a hallway. <laughs> yeah, I did like when I was a kid. I could relate to that being at that age. Maybe I just don't remember because it's just like... I know some guy, like one of my buddies cannot, like he just hates him. It's like everything's like a horse pill to him. I don't mind at all. Yeah, I'm all right with it. I also noticed too that there's like... Trish is really like, hey, we've got a deadline tomorrow. you got to have that article done. There's pressure on now. This journal... Yeah. This is a journalism enterprise here that you, yeah. you can't The advertisers stop. are breathing down our necks. <laughs> our circulation is dangerously low. It's like Mr. Jones down at the hardware store really needs his sale to be advertised at the yeah, school. Exactly. We're going to have to bump this up to 17 cents. We're gonna... <laughs> and this, the next scene too is here where Spike and Liz are just kind of like talking and Spike's like kind of ragging on her a bit. He's like, oh, you're helping out with the paper. Look at you getting involved in school. Yeah. Like, they're just like kind of, I like how cool they are, I guess, oh, in the yeah. scene. So all, of course. Listen to Morrissey. <laughs> and they also, this is where Liz is like, oh, Caitlin's a prep. And it's like, Everyone at this school is a prep, except you, Spike, which is like, I don't think I understand what a preppy is. Maybe I thought I did. I think it was like a style. I mean, it comes from uh, preparatories. Prepo- I'm saying that wrong. Preparatory? Preparatory? Preparatory. 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 There we are. <laughs> uh, which was like, you know, like private schools for, for private high schools, basically. So and everyone had to wear, I always think preppy, I always think like Ralph Lauren, like the, uh, you know, like dock shoes and khakis and very, very prim and proper. That's what I always think about. Yeah, I would think about the kind of people who would beat me up when I was in sure. elementary school. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Uh, generally, they have money. Uh, All right, well, moving along. This is and then in the episode they find the time machine and the Degrassi Digest <laughs> breaks the Watergate scandal. <laughs> yeah, right. They could never. They do not look at. The, Caitlin doesn't even look at like the other argument <laughs> to the other side no. of the issue until the end of the episode. Yeah, she <laughs> finds out that there's two sides to every story at the end of the story. So that's not a good boding well for a journalism career. What does she go on to do in uh, the Degrassi universe? Uh, I think she she dates Joey for a while. That's true. I think she's a director or something or a journalist because I remember like when Kevin Smith comes on Degrassi: The Next Generation. 
Oh, he's yeah, like into her. Grows up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was like, I can't. She did something like she was interviewing. So I think she was a journalist. She does end up going into oh, journalism. Hard news. Yeah, right. and I think she used a, a tried to grass junior high. What else are you gonna do? So it goes back to the uh, Scooter and Bart character as they're just like looking at their empty fishbowl, yeah. and I really liked uh, like Bart, the blonde-haired kid. He had like such reluctance. He's just like. But he's just, he's just so dry. <laughs> is it like yeah. so cold? It's awesome. the strongest actors, those two. <laughs> the strongest humans, I think. <laughs> and then Miss Avery kind of like walks over, and that's where you see her kind of like just judging them. She's like, yeah. what are you guys? She's, she's really questioning. She doesn't have the language to say that they're on the spectrum, but she's kind of seeing there's something mm-hmm. up here. She's oh, worried yeah. about them, but looking at this empty bowl. Sure, you're dangerously good at serving puzzles, but uh, there's something there's something. Yeah, well, someone's got to get Miss Avery around BLT to hear that Mr. Garbage comment. <laughs> Jesus Christ, get this guy in a padded room. Well, it goes to Mr. Garbage in his office here. And <laughs> it cuts to Mr. Garbage in his office. <laughs> the secretary comes up to, uh, to give him shit for leaving the demo tape lying around. And, like, and ironically, not emptying everyone's garbage. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. Mr. Garbage, you're pretty garbage. Yeah. <laughs> He's garbage at Mr. Garbage. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I like his idea, too, of just, like, leaving the tape around so someone will be like, oh, maybe I should listen to this. Uh, there must be, like, so many tapes laying around. It's mm. a, a radio oh, station. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, just, like, it's not going to help. It seems like you work with him. You'd be better off to just walk up to him and be yeah. like, hey, you are. I'm in a band. You know, just, like, casually be like, I'm in a band, you know? Does that remedy have more than one song? They do not. Okay. They do a remix on it, though. They do they remix. Just, they do a lot of versions of that one song, yeah. which there was even a version in that where they play the more kind of morose, sad. Everybody. Well, and then when Wheels dies, they they get his son to take over in the band. Wheels Junior. What? <laughs> what? Oh, I'm thinking Led Zeppelin with Jason Bonham. Yeah. Never mind. That's my bad. I get. I get my iconic bands confused. It's a common mistake, actually. Zit Remedy. Zit Remedy Led Zeppelin. That's right. Stairway Very to common. Heaven. Actually, did you guys know something. that Jer- Joey Jeremiah was in the Yardbirds before? That's true. I had I wondered. You know, it seemed like they were really inspired by them. A lot of a lot of cross influences. I can see. I can see it. You know, it's crazy that band had like the four greatest guitarists of all time. <laughs> and Joey Jeremiah. The next scene is... Oh, no, I guess in that scene, too, you kind of get hinted at that Dr. Sally needs, like, a new theme song. Yeah, I was oh, really yeah, thinking they were going to get the it. Seeds. And Joey really takes that information and runs with it, because he just tells everyone that his, the zits are going to be the new theme mm-hmm. song. Yeah. He seems to have a bit of a problem with the truth. Ah? Huh? The whole truth? <laughs> yeah. You're never going to get the whole truth from Jerry Jeremiah. Not that guy. Maybe a quarter. So the next scene is uh, Liz and Caitlin, and they're at Liz's house, and she has, like, a little pet bunny. Mm-hmm. And like they they wanted it to look like you know and this bunny's just like yeah, it was so cute and everything, right. but it was freaking terrified, it was like convulsing and stuff. I think bunnies are in a perpetual state of fear, though. Yeah, they are. They are. I think they like they They're, have to be to survive. They're weary they're... of predators. Everyone's a predator. Yeah, everything. they're just like running. Yeah, <laughs> that's all they hopping, do. They they hopping. run and they are scared. They they, they live in fear. Constantly yeah, now I think I've never seen a rabbit looking like chill. You know, yeah, it's chilled out, like laid out, darting around with its eyes big. Like, yeah, like squirrels. My uh, my my roommate, his ex girlfriend, she had like a couple bunnies, but like she just had a room for them, so they were just like always in this room. It just didn't seem very fun to be a bunny. Oh, that sounds terrifying. I know. I don't. I don't like pets. Period. I think they're fucking weird. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, is, my, is my cat bugging you at bangs. all? Bangs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bangs would not like that. They're pretty much like on the animal cruelty squad. You know what? Technically, I just realized you could call Spike Bangs as well. 
That's true. Oh, oh that's a good point. Floppy bangs and spiky blangs. Blangs. I, I really like, too, when they're, like, looking at the uh this or this information all these like pamphlets and everything and uh, she has like such a negative outlook on scientists like she's like oh they need to do it for science but what do the scientists know she right. doesn't really write you you're off. watching this on a tv on a vcr right invented by you got it <laughs> also like that she just has this kind of tape it's like oh yeah i just have this like yeah. animal cruelty information i was thinking tape. that like it's not like she looked it up on youtube right I mean, no like, she must have gotten well, a, that's like a yeah, vhs black market trade yeah, that's like the, you would get it like the same place you get like 99 ways to die yeah, or whatever those phases like of little, death, phases of death yeah one. exactly bum fight videos all the same place <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, god the early days of the internet were so awful <laughs> they really were what was it I feel like there's something else around there too Wikipedia came out after bum fights <laughs> YouTube after bum fights Facebook Bum fights was there first. I was like, you know, we can get anything to anyone. We would have got some bums fighting. We got to get some homeless people knocking the fuck out of each other for loose change. Well, I'm surprised that wasn't the big social media platform. Bum fights and you just add friends based on what (laughs) bum fight videos they're sharing. (laughs) Bum fight fantasy leagues. I feel like Joey may have been a future bum fighter. I think he had that that in his career. I think his dad was a bum fighter. Yeah, I mean... He didn't have it in his heart, though. Or maybe it was Wheels, because he's been out of school for so long. He, makes... just, he just hated homeless people and big fights with them. <laughs> yeah. So he makes an appearance, though. When he comes back, Joey's like, oh, man. We... He's, like, super excited to see his buddy. But very for, like, a self-serving reason, because he just yeah. knows that he, they have a chance of doing the zit remedy again if he's yeah. around. I feel like uh, Wheels grows more and more tired of, of Joey Jeremiah's antics throughout the series. Yeah, I think so. And by the end of it, I don't even think he likes him anymore. I think he like kind of just accepts him. He's just yeah. like he kind of like you kind of everyone's kind of always doubting Joey too. Like no well, one's ever. Well, I mean, well he is full of shit because he's lying about them being on the radio. And when he leaves BLT's, like I never even know what to believe with that guy. Why? Because BLT's stupid. That's why the Mister Garbage <laughs> joke <laughs> is coming out of his mouth because he's dumb. And Joey Jeremiah's telling him he's like, yeah, I I I I was in the movie Rocky, and then he's oh man. I don't know what to believe. Don't believe that. <laughs> Stupid. Don't believe most that. Most of it. That's your answer. He was uh, two years old when it came out. <laughs> the next scene's inside the school, and Miss Avery, she's finally had enough. She, like, walks over to this to this empty bowl, and she's like, what's going on here? And they said that they got gypped. Yeah. Is that racist? I think yeah. that, Is it, like, a gypsy, I guess? Yeah. It's gypsies. Yeah. It's just something you don't hear anymore. Which are actually a real group of people. Not yeah, just definitely. A, not just a lazy Hall- Halloween costume. And, yeah. And she just... Dodges that one like nothing. Yeah, is she? What is her uh, uh, ethnic makeup, Mrs. Oh, she's definitely native. I always, I always, she had a native vibe to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just curious. <laughs> I think we start to like see like the whole point of this episode is you know it's the whole truth. This is the first one where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you know, you, you see this is the truth, but you got to read the fine print. Mm-hmm. Like really, I think in a pre-internet world, people were a lot dumber. Yeah, and there was literally fine print on those sea monkey ads. Like this is not a real monkey or a sea creature. This this is sand. I think think of the writer's room where they're just like, what's an issue really plaguing kids? They're like, they're wasting their money on these comic book ads big at the back. <laughs> big sea monkeys really raking it in here. <laughs> Screwing over our kids. These fucking kids are skipping grades and they still believe in Santa Claus at 13. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the next scene's Melanie and uh, she's she's Boom. in the washroom putting on makeup. Uh, 
looking way different with makeup on it's funny yeah. to see that i think you mean way hotter <laughs> was the word you're looking for there. yeah yeah it's, you know i think it's weird it's weird to watch this show as like a grown man when i was a kid at the same age as them and and had like crushes on them yeah. well the it's, rule is how old are how old are they now i think that's how i, <laughs> that's how, I do how old are they now that's <laughs> a good point like okay i'll be back in a couple minutes when you guys are done talking about this <laughs> All right, we got we've scared Alex off. He's gone now. We're masturbating, maybe both. I spent most of the episode just ranking how hot they were. <laughs> I was wondering what that list was. <laughs> I was surprised that uh, that Wheels was so high up on it. <laughs> <laughs> that surprised me. Mr. Radish, interesting choice. Yeah. I, I support that one actually. That's that's he's a strong man. I like that. <laughs> he's got great hands. <laughs> uh, so when Caitlin sees that Melanie's putting on this makeup. She checks out the brand, and she's like, where'd you get this? And she's like, from Trish. Didn't you know that this makeup's tested on animals? So now, like, Caitlin's gotten this information. So she, you know, this is kind of like what people do on the internet now today. They get, like, a little bit of information, and they'll, like, slam down on everyone. Don't you know I just heard this? So it's true? I saw it in the meme. (laughs) It's like that Coney 2012 stuff. Like, that was... That was the most like quickly sweeping activism ever. I don't think I was on the internet that week. I people mention that. <laughs> find him. We gotta Actually, get. We're fine. All right. Yeah, was it. I think they did or they well, didn't. The thing okay. I read about uh, recently was like the 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 nine eleven conspiracy stuff, where it's like jet fuel burns at fifteen hundred degrees, uh, steel melts at twenty seven hundred degrees. You do the math, kind of shit. <laughs> and then, like, you just read a little bit, and you're like, "Yeah, that's how it, how hot it gets to make it like liquid metal, but mm. it'll bend and break at like pretty low time." That's the the whole thing. Like, there's that uh, that that architects and engineers, mm. the, like consortium for truth or whatever. Mm. That's just like two thousand people out of like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of scientists over the world. And I just like listening to Noam Chomsky like just just speak about it. And he's just like, well, I mean, if they have evidence, they should do what every scientist does and present their evidence in a journal. And it's just like yeah. no one no one's doing that. It's just yeah. all like it's weird. It's weird because you can just like hear the truth. You can watch like two minutes of a truther thing and be completely convinced, and watch Noam Chomsky speak and be completely convinced the yeah, other way. You know, it's like a it's a tough thing. Mm. You so guys I'm, just jump from ranking how hot the characters are to 9-11 conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, we're all over the place. Real quick. Yeah, you know yeah. why? Because we just watched Degrassi and yeah. things get real. Degrassi. Just peeling the onion, man. False flags. <laughs> <laughs> so then it's in the newspaper office. If Degrassi did a 9-11 episode. Uh-huh. Like if this show was on <laughs> It would all be about an eating disorder somehow at the end of it. <laughs> bangs, would just, bangs would just have a t-shirt on that said Building 7, question mark. Yeah. Whoa, definitely, man. definitely. Yeah. She would be a truther. Yeah. So Caitlin is now bringing all her newfound uh, animal cruelty information to Trish and letting her know that this is going to be a full-blown campaign yeah. by the Degrassi Digest. They're going to... This is their flagship story for the year, pretty we're much. Series, Seri- doing a series every episode about it. She's like, we're going to play protests. We're going to do this. We're going to really to let Laura V's makeup company know. And then Trish has like a hand dog face, and she's like, my dad works for that company. <gasps> what? Oh my god! Everything's different now. You don't even realize sometimes until it's right under your nose. <laughs> I just like how she had the scruples to uh, tell her and quit instead of uh, burning the story and putting in the article about uh, dress code. That's what I would have done, right? 
Well, because Caitlin is no, the editor. Yeah, you're missing who's the editor. Yeah, it seemed. I, I agree uh, though. It seemed like Trish was in charge, but I think because Caitlin was just thanking her. That's because Caitlin is susceptible. She doesn't even know what the hell's going on. Anybody she needs Trish. Anything? Trish is the one who's like deadlines. We gotta have. Remember, we gotta have this ready for. I tomorrow. love that line too. Yeah, that's why I it's so much was... better this year with you as the editor. Oh my god, last year she didn't even care about looking at both sides of the story. Yeah, come on, come on. Nancy didn't give a shit. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. It's Classic pretty, Nancy. Nancy was pretty good, though, actually, last year, I remember. Like, she pushed... Uh, Which Caitlin had a big story. Nancy's, like, a bigger girl. She's, like, a year older. Yes. Um, What was it? Caitlin, like, wrote the article about something. Why am I spacing on this? No, I'm not going to think of it. What was oh, the story? Oh, she... Yeah, she broke the, the Iran-Contra thing. <laughs> Yeah, that was it. That was it's it. The Grassy Digest. Any major news story, yeah. you heard it here. Then from Melanie oh. came in and go, but Oliver North is my dad. <laughs> it was about Spike getting kicked out of the school. That's what it was about. The big that was the big story because she was pregnant. Yeah. Oh, Bangs. Yeah. No, Bangs was not pregnant. No, Spikes. Bangs. Oh, Spikes. Second nickname is Bangs, right? <laughs> Boom. Spike and Bangs B to B. Punning back to Grassy. <laughs> so. I'll leave. There's like a weird little scene here too where like Joey's in class and he's like selling one of his mixtapes to another girl. That was great. <laughs> Radish just looks over like, I've given up on this moron. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, eh, this kid's done. I guess he's doing better this year though. Because like he had to sit at the beginning of the year at the front of the class. Now he seems to be in the middle of the class. So I'm taking that to see, see he's, he's like doing Slowly a getting back. his dealing mixtapes. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Getting his cred back row at a time, you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, Kathleen, of course, like uh, complains about having her dress code article drop to to Caitlin, and Caitlin's just like, "It was a dumb article. I've got I've You're got dumb. real issues now to tackle," and she's like, "This is where it's kind of brutal because like Kathleen dropped on her. Kathleen like has like the actual information with with a uh, with different sides. This is where like Caitlin, for all her like journalistic integrity, realizes mm-hmm. forgot to." Research the other side of the story. The old mom dress sets her straight in a couple of key facts. <laughs> She's like, you really need to check your facts. And it's like, yeah. ooh, my drop, walking out. Yeah, because she did a project on a grade seven. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, man. So Scooter and Bart, they make their uh, their reappearance here. And when they oh come into God. class, they see... They're huffing paint from a yeah. paper bag when we come in. And they're like, where are these sea monkeys, man? Garfunkel and Urkel. They're like, oh, whoa, they became goldfish. I didn't... That wasn't unexpected. And, and Bart's kind of And then like, Avery comes over like, you kids... <laughs> I was like, that was. This is a test, right? And if they believe it's from the thing, it's like you guys got to change yeah. schools. You're going to e- a different one. Even if they, even if they did turn the fish, that wouldn't explain the sand and the castle. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, like put it together, guys. You're supposed to be the smartest kids in the school. They are. Let's not- go through our comics in a pool. See what happens, <laughs> you idiot. And then Miss Avery like has to explain it out clearly. Caitlin walks in and she's like, "Hey, do you have any books on animal rights?" It's like, oh. I- I think I can make some suggestions. Like, here, I'll give you the exact books that uh, that Kathleen used last year, actually, exactly. for this project. And I like how it was in the library. It was a resource center. That was the beginning of that stuff. Mm. Like, I don't take English. I take language arts. Mm. I don't know, man. This this episode really did not reflect the intelligence of Degrassi Junior High. I hope not. Yeah, they were very this, weak. They felt like they're dumber in this <laughs> episode <laughs> than I've ever seen. I've got some books. I suggest- Here's the cat in the hat. You'll learn everything you need to know from yeah. it. I think they were going a little too... They were really trying to say something with this episode, like, yeah. but they didn't have. It was like animal. They didn't have as much to say, I guess, though, because they're. It's weird. They really tread the issue because they're like animal rights, animal cruelty isn't good, 
but also we have to do it. Like they, they want to make kids to make up their own minds. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Very hard to do. It's like that's a tough issue. It's a bit of a meta episode because aren't they most ev- most every episode has, is about some sort of social. If you want to shave your head and be a female John Connor, go for it. <laughs> do it. So we go to the radio station, and Joey is just kind of like cleaning up, and then the secretary comes in hot and yelling at him. Mr. Garbage! <laughs> She's a British secretary, too. I don't know why that was a weird fact. Yeah, that was, I never even really noticed, but I don't know. Yeah. I, just, I guess there's always got to be. There's always a British girl working at, like, Record Factory. The Record Factory. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how culture it's works. It's actually the CNC Music Factory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Name. What was the radio station? Crazy? <laughs> C-R-A-Z. Because they're crazy. They do it that way. Kooky. And... She's like, well, you've been leaving your tape around, and you're not even emptying the garbage, which is yeah. like pretty much half his job. Half his job is like grabbing bins and like yeah. putting the them other in another bin. Yeah, being a mister. <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> putting the mister in garbage. Yeah. And just as he's about to leave, though, Dr. Sally, which is so weird that she's Dr. Sue, but they call her Dr. Sally on yeah, the I show. Yeah, I know. That's weird. It's so confusing. So she comes in, and she's like, Joey, I heard your mixtape. Keep at it, you know? Yeah. He takes this as the greatest sign ever. Yeah, like, I mean, you're getting uh, your music endorsed by a, a sex expert. I don't that... You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, the, the, the two things aren't really relatable, you know what I mean? Just because you know how, like, clitori work doesn't mean that you know a good... I would have liked works. to have seen her in it more, though, you know? Caitlin's, like, in the library, and then for some reason she just walks by, oh, reading up on animal testing. <laughs> Did you know that your epilepsy medication was made from that? Anyways, two sides every story. <laughs> Thanks, <you> later, Dr. <laughs> Sally. <laughs> You really Wicked need the smart. whole truth. That's <laughs> uh, yeah, she's been in a couple episodes before, too. Or at least one episode before. Yeah, when Yik and... That's right. Dude, that was the one we watched! Oh, was it? That's funny. For the podcast. Yeah, that's I watch right. these all the time. Yeah, that one was uh, uh, the Wet Dreams question, which was so silly. I called a sex line once, just, to, just for funsies. What would you, oh, like an advice for... one or a... Like an advice one, yeah, okay. On the radio. What was your question? Uh, I called the sex factory once. I called the sex factory once. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I asked. Uh, I I just I actually didn't have any sex questions because I was still pretty young. But I, I just made something up. I think I was said like uh, I like to jerk off to uh, dance music. Is that normal? <laughs> No. <laughs> no, it's not. Why are you pretending like this wasn't when you were 15? You're like, oh, I can't remember ago. exactly. I was young. It was a week ago. I just downloaded some new uh, hot, hot mixtapes. <laughs> I like two of that scene in the library that Dr. Sue was sadly missing from. I think, you mean, is, the re- the, I think you mean the resource center. The resource center. I'm sorry. Caitlin is like so deep into the books. And then she's just like, oh, Kathleen was right. You really do need. The whole truth. <laughs> like, just says the titular line at that moment. So it seems Joey just, like, badly skateboarding. That's one thing I always notice. He's so terrible at skateboarding. Yeah. Just, he looks just awful. I don't know. And off. Of course. They he don't call him Mr. Skateboarding. No, they do not. They don't call him Mr. Skateboarding. Uh, and he, when he walks up, he's just like... I had to quit. You know, he just like yeah, spins. He's always got to spin. Got to spin for it. Fucking half truth. Fucking joke. Oh, and you know what? This is actually the point where BLT's like, they're like, do you think you got fired? And BLT says, mm-hmm. I don't know what to believe with that guy. Yeah, man. It's what the hell. Oh, my God. You never get the whole truth with Joey Jeremiah. No. And it's like, too, he's just like, well, you know what? I thought if she gave us an offer, we could really leverage this for a bigger yeah. deal. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, that kind of makes sense almost. Like, yeah, so but not to pull away from the table, you know, <laughs> shopping around. Yeah, if a sex expert gave me some half-hearted encouragement, let's see what we can get. Were you guys very impressed or 
amazingly impressed by how popular De- the Degrassi Digest was selling. It was it was crazy. They couldn't wow. get enough of it. Yeah, for no. fifteen cents. They're also really putting their all into selling it. That was like Times Square day after JFK is killed. (laughs) They just can't even hold on to a paper. Let me see these tortured monkeys. So, a lot of yelling going on here. I just heard a bunch of people, The fuck happened to the dress code article? (laughs) (laughs) What am I supposed to wear tomorrow? God damn it! I'll never know! Uh, So, Caitlin's like, kind of not... Considering the story's doing so well, she's getting all these accolades, she's not that happy about it she's just kind of like staring off at this poster of this animal now but she has the whole truth of the story yeah and she knows that that whole school is way too dumb to go do the other side well she's looking around like it's the end of uh soylent green and stuff (laughs) we're all reading the paper oh no i think oh no they're all gonna my epilepsy she's a little freaked out by her own power i think (laughs) i mean they're kind of like wow look at what i've done i've misled all these rubes and Liz is like, perfect, you've led them all to me now. And she thanks Caitlin for writing the article. She's like, I can't believe the way you could put words together there and express ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Express incredible. meaning and ideas. What are those, uh, you know, like, it's not like a word, but it's a bunch of words. You did that really well. A sentence? Yeah, oh, you yeah. nailed those. Killed things. it. And like a couple of them together when they're like a, a block. But then those spacings are nice to give you a break yeah. between having to have them in your brain. <laughs> My brain gets tired when there's no blocks. Yeah, I like to think about them for a little bit after each block. And of all the abrupt endings on this show, this one is like... Cliffhanger. Are there, are well, there like, missing they, reels here? Yeah, this one they're like... Because they, basically, Caitlin says to Liz that she can't go to the protest because, you know, the some of the medication is for, like, polio and some very serious diseases. And that's when Liz is like, who are they? They're, they're scientists. That's who they are. They're doing science. She like spells it, and she's like, even her epilepsy that Caitlin, the medication she takes, was tested on animals. And then she's like, Liz kind of like shows, throws at her. She's like, oh, I'd rather, I'd rather be, be sick than animals suffer. And then Caitlin's like, but then I'd suffer from seizures. And then Liz, there's just like a look on Liz's face, yeah. like. Bing, ding, 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 there's actually a director's cut where Bang just calls us a cunt, and then. <laughs> no. And then it comes in with the theme song, but that's it's hard to find certain German websites. Man, I gotta agree with you though, Alex. That is like one of the most mid conversation endings ever. Caitlin literally says, "But then I'd still have seizures." I know it's so. I mean, really weird. Because like, what? There's two ways for for Liz to go here, where she's either like, "Oh, "Oh, that's pretty understandable, actually," or. Go fuck yourself? No, animals. Like, she's either going to go yeah. hard or go home on that issue. Like, it's it's kind of well, hard. Too. I hope her bunny bites her face off later. It yeah. did, actually. That's why, that's what happened. Sweet. Sweet. Her and you heard about it in the digest. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because, like, these three characters, too, are, like, the three who seem to be, like, the most, uh, like, popular from the show. Like, uh, Liz, yeah, Spike, and Caitlyn. Yeah, they focus on yeah. those three a lot. Yeah, and Caitlyn, as well, like, Caitlyn and, and Spike today, they, like, DJ and stuff. They, like, do things together. Really? Still? Yeah, yeah. What about the baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a second. Yeah, didn't you have... Uh, who'd you have on again? I didn't ha- I had uh, the girl who played Stephanie K. I yeah. did an interview with them. I'd love to have uh, uh, Stacey Mistichin or... Uh, Come on. Oh, Come I can't on. think of, of Spike's name. That's a bummer. What's Miss Avery up to these days? Still teaching? <laughs> <laughs> you like, can I get her number? Do you think? you think I can get her number? I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's on eHarmony. She's there. Yeah, she's available. I feel like she probably got into politics. That's what I think. Oh, yeah. Miss <laughs> Avery later. Schwarzenegger. 
Miss Avery. Oh, I mean the character, Reagan. I guess. <laughs> I feel like she famous. wanted to change. Yeah. So what'd you think of seeing a Degrassi episode after quite like a while it, there, Jamie? It, it holds up. It's got a certain charm to it that I uh, I like. I like how it's just the themes are so heavy-handed. <laughs> Very it's heavy. It's fucking amazing, though. I, I think you need more of that. Even when the show won't even take a stand on the issue, very heavy-handed. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it makes up for the uh, sometimes pretty poor acting, but uh, it's just so charming and it's so Canadian. I think it's uh, I think that's why it's still popular. Yeah, I think one of the. Uh, the funny thing is, like, the, the, the casting is so, like, real. Yeah. Like, well, so, even, like, Joey still has zits and stuff like that. Like, they're not... They look like normal kids. Yeah. I think that's the cool, one of the cool parts. Very, very ugly. Ugly, like, normal kids. Yeah. Pretty weird looking. That was probably necessity, you know? What'd you think of this episode, Alex? And I haven't watched the other ones, so you know that. Um, yeah. When I was watching it, I remembered everything. I was getting all jacked up for it. I really forgot that Mr. Garbage line. That God, I hate BLT now forever. I'll never let it go. Uh, I would give it four issues out of six. <laughs> Not a bad rating. Not a bad rating. I mean, if we break it down, it's like two out of three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, what was your favorite episode of Degrassi of all time, Jimmy? Ooh, that's a hard one. Oh, wait. Uh, it's when uh, Wheels goes to uh, search for his dad in Port Hope. Oh, the two. Mm, yeah, the back to back. Yeah, I was, uh, I was Wheels for Halloween one year. Which God, is... it's funny how close Port Hope is to Toronto. And Very they close. See, they make it seem like it's like an epic four-day drive. Yeah. Yeah, not... they really do. It's like... Well, when you're, you know... I feel like he could have gotten a bus there for so cheap. Yeah, when you're 15, I guess it's probably... I don't know how also, like, I love how his dad left him, but only went to Port Hope. So. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, oh, we're halfway. That's good. Is that even a long-distance call? I don't even think so. No, very simple. He sent a letter, though. He sent a letter a bit before. He was like, I'm going to be in Port Hope. Hey, don't buddy. come see me. Oh, that's right. He's on tour with his uber-successful band. Mm-hmm. That must have been hard for Wheels to find out the dates if like it wasn't in that letter. Like to be, you think about that, if you're like, I got to figure out what it is in this small band is going to be in a small town. Like... Mm. That'd be so hard to find out in 1988 or 89. Sure, eh? Yeah, you'd have to like call. Hey, you near the bulletin board? Can someone walk over to the bulletin board and yeah. check out some <laughs> information on I the like, uh, I, My favorite line from that is it's when he gets picked up by the creepy dude. And like, you like, you like girls, Derek? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite line, maybe in television. <laughs> I actually, I have uh, the episode for that recorded. I watched that one with uh, Casey Corbin, the first part of oh, it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's a good one. I have to do the uh, second half, too. I'll do in the next little bit. Uh, hey. Did, did he demand to do that episode and skip ahead? Uh, no, I wanted to do that one. This was like, because we took that hiatus for a while. I did that. I did the one previous to this episode, and then I wanted to do that episode with Casey. He didn't request it. I just like gave it to him. And wait, does that episode already happen? Uh, no, it hasn't. It's like oh, four away or something. Yeah. Thanks so much for doing this episode. This has been so awesome. This was a learning experience. Every time I watched the grass, <laughs> there's so many lessons to be learned. Do you guys have any any plugs? Anything you can let the listeners know to check out? Uh, oh yeah, we have a podcast that's coming out soon. It's going to be released October second. It's called Secret Danger Club. Shh, don't tell anybody. That's all you get to know. And that's going to be on Talk Hole, right? Yep. Oh, very cool. Talk uh, walls like radio, but awesome. That's what I hear. This sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like radio, but. Oh, awesome you know what? Radio. I've been thinking that's what's. You know what? I like radio, but the problem with it's it is. It's just not awesome. It's not awesome, awesome enough. <laughs> no, no. This sounds way more awesome. So there's yeah. like no ads. I like the word but. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I just like the word butt. It's actually B-U-T-T. It's like, like radio, but awesome. No, you guys aren't into that one. You should. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel it on that one. <laughs> Headphones off. That, one's, that one was for me. Do you guys have yeah, Twitter? Twitter. Tell me your Twitters. Wood Comedy. W-O-O-D Comedy. Uh, at Jimmy Cassidy. That's my name. Just at Jimmy Cassidy. That's it. That's awesome. Thanks again for being on the podcast, Thank guys. You so much fun, Tim. You're great. And we'll going, see you. going back, back to Degrassi, to Degrassi. And we'll see everyone next time on Back to Degrassi. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I gotta go to school.